Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. I have a very serious issue, and please don't make a joke of it on your show, as although it seems crazy, it's actually very serious, and serious consequences for our whole family. My wife's mother died three years ago, and she took it really badly, as she was so close to her. That in itself caused a huge problem in our relationship. I was at cracking point once while she was dealing with the depression we experienced at the time. Last year, my wife went to a medium, and I thought it would help her, but instead, it has created a catastrophic event. The medium told her her mother was in the house and protecting her. And since then, my wife is convinced that she hears her mother constantly. We have gone through the whole feathers stage, noises in the middle of the night, things going missing, and all these things she tells me are signs that her mother is here. It's driving her insane. And now she tells me the only way for this to stop and to, uh, is to move from the family home, as this was once her mother's home. And the medium told her that her mother will stay in the family home. I called the medium myself on the QT and I asked her to stop telling my wife these supernatural stories. But the medium told me I was a bad husband and should be supporting her and insisted there's a spirit in the house. So I got no good out of that phone call. Now, this medium woman is crackers and has no idea of the damage she is doing to my wife and our three young children. We can't afford to move unless we downsize. And the area we're in is really nice and all my children have their friends here. I've explained to my wife that the birds lose feathers at this time of the year. It's nothing to do with her mother. The noises that she hears, it's the central heating pipes. Every time we turn on and off the heating, it's an old house. And she's imagining seeing her mother in the house as nobody else sees her. And to be honest, I have no belief in all this hocus-pocus. I've suggested she talk to a professional counsellor, but she insists there is nothing wrong with her. And the spirit of her mother is in the house, and she knows. And it's driving her mad, and that's why she wants to move for a fresh start. Please, Niall. She listens to your show all the time. She believes everything you say. Maybe you or your listeners could talk sense into her and convince her that she's actually seeing things. Well, I could tell you that. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I'm sorry, that's just my feelings. I don't know people will disagree with me. She is seeing things. I mean, look, I don't care what you think, okay? But I'm telling you what I think. Ghosts don't exist. There's no such thing as ghosts. Our minds and our imaginations are amazing and they play tricks on us. And if you really grieve for somebody and you miss them that much, your mind will play these wonderful tricks on you, particularly when some crazy medium has told you that the ghost is in the house. So, if she's listening, please listen to your husband and kids and try and go and speak to somebody. I'm, by the way, I'm not giving out to you. Go go speak to somebody. Unless, of course, you believe she's being reasonable. Maybe you've been in that position. Maybe people listening today have been in that position. Maybe you've seen ghosts in your house or something like that. I'd like to hear from you. The number is 87 The question is, is this woman being unreasonable wanting to move because there's a ghost in the house is she being unreasonable let me know what you think the number is 87 188 yeah Richie wants to know more importantly are these spirits staying in their own social bubbles and do these ghosts have to respect the COVID restrictions well that's why she's not going to the medium told her the ghost is not going to move out of the house she stays in that house because she can't go outside her 5k I imagine. <laughs> no, I, sorry. To the person who wrote me the email, I, I, I promised I wouldn't make fun of it, okay? But 
it's hard not to, isn't it, sometimes? And I understand it's a very serious situation. I genuinely believe that. I understand it's a very serious situation. Your wife wants to move house because she's convinced her mother is in her home because a medium told her so. And she wants a fresh start. It's not that she doesn't like her mother. She's just terrified of ghosts. And she sees her mother in the house and she hears things and feathers are dropping and all this kind of stuff. Let me know what you think. Maybe you've been in that situation. What advice would you give to the husband and how to deal with his wife at this current time? 87 188 Michal, can I talk to Right, whatever that means. I'm, 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 listening to the, I'm listening to the ghosts you have there. <laughs> All right, okay. Michal, do you believe in ghosts? 100% yes. Right, okay. So you believe this woman's mother could be in the house? Well, the fact, now it hadn't said that the medium told her. I'd say, well, I could believe it. But going to a medium, I don't agree with mediums. I don't, maybe they have powers that I know nothing about. But because a medium told her, well, I'd have me doubts. But if the, if the ghost appeared to her, I'd say, well, I'm good. Well, well she said it, the ghost appeared to her. She said she's seen the mother in the house a few times and she hears noises and feathers are dropping <laughs> and the signs everywhere. That's no harm. So what harm is that? The mother won't do her any harm. She didn't do her any I harm. Know. Said, I know, I know. She'll hardly do her now. But she's just, it's just obviously very disconcerting for her to kind of constantly be seeing things because maybe it's just driving her a bit mad. Well, if you think she's in religion, I mean, she'll go in and get the house blessed or someone come and say a mat or something like that and it might ease her mind. An awful lot of people do that. The exorcism or whatever they call the damn thing. But anyway, the people do that. But uh, I don't have any problem with ghosts. That's have you ever seen one? Have you ever seen a ghost? If you look at the ghost in the air clock canal, you'll see a photograph of me at the ghost. I've met the ghost in the air clock canal six times. People didn't agree with me. The next thing is, one man on it is an atheist. And he, well, he didn't laugh at me, but he told me I was crazy. He nearly, the week before Christmas, he nearly killed his dog. He put him flying stuck to the window. He got out to see who did he kill. There was nobody there. He just couldn't believe it. And what, where, 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 is the, where is this ghost you're talking about? The Arca Canal? The, on, the, on the Art Clock Canal. The Art Clock Canal. Where, yes, where is, sorry, Michal, I apologise for my geography. Where is, where is that exactly? Our clock is in Kildare. Oh, it's right, up okay. the road here for me. It's on turned off Junction 7 on the Nace Road. It brings you across to Strathon and to Manute. But the Art Clock Canal... And who is, who is this ghost? I mean, is he famous or she? Well, well like, the, the gas part of all this, like, I met this ghost originally about last Christmas, six or seven years ago, and uh, I said nothing. I thought, oh, Jesus... When you say, when you, say you met this ghost, what, you saw it or they talked to you? or No, 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 I didn't see it. I saw it, and I, I reversed back, and when I reversed back, there was no one there. But the next time I met it, I was in company of a girl at 13 years of age, and there was two ghosts together. And I presumed it was a man and a woman walking, except dressed in black and kind of nice enough to say, and I thought, you stupid, he's just, what are you dressed that way for? Next time was, there was no one there to crash the track in front of me, I was driving. So the, the, so the ghost that you'd seen the first time had met somebody, and now there's two ghosts? Oh, no, there's, there's three ghosts in total. Oh, so there's three. And, oh, right, sorry. And they, they can account for it. When I thought, well, it was frigid. Then there were two, but then when I met the third, anyway, the girl said to me, Michal, where did they go? And I said to her, that's the best thing you will ever say in your life, because she saw them as well. Now, I met them a few times after that, and the man, it looked like a man and a woman. But anyway, I discovered, yes, a man crossing the canal. No you, okay, I want, sorry, I want to go back to what you saw. So when you saw them, it just looked like a normal man and woman. It didn't, they weren't, were they like 
And I'm not, I'm not taking the piss. I'm genuinely asking. No. Did they look like they were transparent? Like, how do you know they were? No, gone? there were. Three, how do you know it just there, wasn't you, a man and a woman that you saw, and you just didn't see them when you turned around? They were gone somewhere. Next, well, then how come I wasn't charged with murder because I must have ran them down and they vanished? No, I was well, on I hope the bank in the canal driving up to see a swan whose patrick being killed by somebody deliberately, and I was feeding her. She was on eggs, and I was going up to feed her. But if I, I met the ghost to my own, well and good. But then the thirteen-year-old said to me, "Cut me hard." Where did they go? And I said, oh, the best thing you'll ever say. Now, that was one ghost crossing the canal around a number of years ago. There was a sheeping on the other side about eight years back. And he put his clothes in the bag up on his head and he walked across. To save it and go on a mile down the canal bank and up the other side in winter. Okay, well, well, well listen, we're going off in a bit of a... Okay, we're going off in a bit of a tangent. Getting back to this email. I mean, yeah. this woman is obviously petrified of this ghost of her own mother. And there's no, obviously no telling her that everything is going to be okay because the medium told her she's not going to do any harm. But in saying that, she now wants to move house. No, well, no. And if she moves house, the mother could follow her. Simple but no, the, the, me, the, medium, the, mo- the medium told her she wouldn't. The medium told her. Well, I can dress up as a medium. I can tell her what she wants to hear. No, a ghost is a ghost and can be anywhere under the natural sun. As far as I'm concerned, a ghost was somebody who's left this world prematurely and wasn't prepared to leave at the time they left and they're now looking for help. That's my definition of a ghost. But apart from that, and I've met three of them and I've no problem with anybody to their face. Now, as we're speaking of my ghost, as I call them, now four different people have met the ghost. No. Well, 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 hang on for a second. Stay, just stay there for a second. I mean, I want to just kind of stick to the story if I can. Because Martha, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Martha? Hi, very good. Good, Martha, I mean, no, see, I'm an atheist and I'm an unbeliever and I don't believe in the supernatural. I don't believe in ghosts. Convince me here because this woman is terrified of what she believes is her own mother in the house. Um, I honestly believe that she is onto something. If she believes it, she can sense something. I can say it from my own experience. My partner died a couple of years ago, about eight years ago, and it was very, very sudden. Nobody expected it. So I can tell you, I did not see any ghosts. I didn't see his ghosts. I didn't hear any noises in the house. Okay. But I could feel his spirit. I could sense that he's still still with me. Yeah, but but, so but Martha, would it be fair to say, okay, would it be fair to say, of course you couldn't, and by the way, I'm sorry to hear about your partner passing away, but uh, but would it be fair to say that you were grieving, um, you were very close to him, you know, when you're with somebody and love somebody that much, you feel their presence, and after they pass away, you still want to, uh, there's a, a human instinct to f- still feel their presence, and I, I, don't, I understand that, that, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're there. It is and it isn't, because I wasn't looking for signs. I wasn't looking into situations, and I wasn't overthinking it back then. Well, consciously you were yeah. Yes, I've actually realized that a few weeks after he passed away, because um, when he died, I was sort of giving out to him. I was like, now I need to look for the new house. You left me alone. I can't make any decisions by myself. You need to help me out to get my life back on track. So... I sort of felt that I left him with unfinished business here on Earth. Mm. So once I found the new house and everything, I sort of sat down myself one evening, lit the candle, and I said, look, Adrian, I'm actually happy now. I have my new home. I know that you're back in the heaven. I know you're reunited with your mommy. I know you're happy where you are. I'm happy with my life. You can go on. And that night I had a dream that he came to me and he said, well, if you're happy, I'm happy. 
And since then, I never felt he's present again. But I, so and again, I'm, by the way, sorry, time, Marta. Maybe her mommy okay. has a piece of unfinished business. Maybe she didn't get to say goodbye to her. Maybe what she needs is to sit down with some pictures of her mom that are precious to her and just say, look, mommy, I'm going to miss you forever and ever. I will never forget you. You always be in my heart, but you don't need to stay in the and, house. And I, and I don't want to disrespect what you've said to me, Martha, because I genuinely believe that you believe that, right? But what I'm saying to you is, in your situation where he, you believe that he left you at a time when you had a lot of decisions to make and move house, of course you wanted him to be there, to be part of those decisions. And the need, uh, for, from your point of view, of wanting him there would make you want to feel that he's there. And maybe that did make you feel better and more positive about the decisions you were making at the time. And then once all those decisions were made and you were more content, that you were willing to let go of that subconsciously. But I I agree with that a bit as well, Niall, because yeah. I I know for myself that it was all in my head. But sometimes we need this ritual. We need something mm-hmm. to help us to let go, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So like even knowing that I'm I'm fully aware that he wasn't with me. I know that his spirit was already gone. But in my head he was there and I needed to sort it and that's, out in that's my by, head. And by the way, that's a lovely thing to make to give so, you strength. I get that. Yeah. So I think maybe that's what the lady needs. She needs to solve the problem in herself. She needs to let it go. It's not the matter. It's not the ghost. It's the fact that she needs to let it go. Maybe she feels guilty. I felt guilty for my partner's death because I left the house and he had a heart attack when I was gone to the shop. How, so how old was he? Guilty. How old was he, Martha? 29 when he passed away. Oh, from a heart attack? From the heart attack, Oh, yes. my God. He was untreated, um, blood pressure. So we've only found out after, obviously, after he died, I find out that he has some health issues. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe she needs to come into the terms with herself. Maybe she feels the guilt. Maybe she feels she didn't get to say goodbye. And maybe that's why she keeps hearing it, because she didn't agree to let her mother go herself. So... I would give a piece of advice to that lady. Whatever you feel, just let it go. It's not your fault. Your money maybe was in the aid that she needed to go, and maybe it's better for her. So just sit down and say your final goodbye to your mommy. She's happy where she is, and I really, really hope that you will be able to be happy again and stay in the house where you are, because this is your family home. Uh, of course, the yes. Memory. Yeah. Memories with your mommy. So okay, that well, would be let's... all I would want to say to that lady. Okay, I'm well said. I hope she takes your advice as well, Martha. Uh, okay, thank you very much indeed. And again, my condolences to you and your loss. My gosh, 29 years of age, very young man to lose his life to a heart attack. It's not something we think of all the time, although we do want to focus on death. Because if we start focusing on death, we all start getting very worried, don't we? Well, mind you, we've been doing it for the last year. Hi, Noel. I watched an episode of uh, Darren Brown once where he was after fooling people into thinking he was a medium simply by just cold reading them. And the responses that he got kind of prompted him to say the next thing. And he proved that there was no ghost around. Um, I feel sorry for that guy. Um, but, yeah, the, if it's in her head, it's in her head and it's going to be a long time trying to get rid of it. Uh, it might just be easier to try and move, figure something out in the meantime. Cheers. 
Yeah, I watched that same episode of Darren Brown, by the way, and he did a thing, what they call, which most of these mediums use, it's called the Barnum Method. And that's to convince people they're talking to their dead relations with all that. You know, somebody with the letter M, all that kind of pain in the stomach, all that kind of stuff. After the break, by the way, keep texting in, keep WhatsApping. Have you ever seen a ghost? Hi, Niall. I watched oh, and we've already had him. Deirdre, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Hi, Deirdre, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. What What advice? Am I? Uh, have I got all this wrong here? I'm feeling sorry for the husband because the husband I'm said... I'm feeling so... And you know what? I'm actually feeling really sorry for her as well. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I know. I you mean, know, she's because, lost her mum. I get that. But why, why doesn't she see it as a nice thing? You know, I'd experienced it... Um, she's probably frightened. When I was 24, my boyfriend was killed um, tragically in Salt Hill. And... And same age as you now, you know what I mean? But yeah. my, And my sisters both died suddenly, and my dad, and I've had so many. And, like, even when I walk into my mother's house, she lost her husband and her two daughters. Oh, my. And she's on her own. And every time I walk in, I always say, and she always laughs as well, and I always, when I walk in, I say, how's everyone here? And I acknowledge that their presence is still there, and it's such a pity that she doesn't feel that you know what I mean why does she feel her mother is such a threat and not like I think I think it's more that around. she's I think she feels it's driving her mad I think well we've the, had the feathers believe me the feathers the butterflies I could write a book but on, feathers I mean feathers this time of the year by the way birds lose their feathers because they melt totally yeah so I mean the feathers thing and I, I, you know oh, it's, and people see it oh it's a sign I mean realistically feathers are falling from the sky all the time absolutely it's yeah and really there's certain things like that like I know, um, the night um, my boyfriend was killed, he was he was airlifted from Galway to Beaumont. What what happened to your boyfriend? Here, just sorry if you don't mind me asking. Um, there was two guys from the north who had they were holidaying in Salt Hill at the time, and he was a barman, and he went to the the Oasis nightclub. He would the barman used to wait up the side to get in when they'd be finished their work in the bars, and two guys who had been refused earlier in the night, Steve. They had gone up to the beach and got a rock and came back and, and threw it. At, it was meant to be for the bouncer. But unfortunately, it hit Ray in the side of the head and he was in a coma for five days. And oh, no. He died in, in Dublin. And it was actually the first case in Irish history, I believe, at the time that there was a crime. They, the charge was like they, it was in Belfast. The um, court case was in Belfast for a crime committed in the South. Right, OK. Um, but like the night he... They kept it from his grandmother at the time and she didn't realise how ill he was. And the, the night that they, when they told her that he had passed away, she said, you know, he came to me at three o'clock this morning and he sat at my bed. When I woke up, I had was praying the rosary and I'd fallen asleep. And when I woke up, Ray was sitting at the end of the bed and it was the exact same time he had died in Dublin and she hadn't even realised that he was that ill. See, I, do, I, do, years, I do believe had, when people you know, love each other, I do believe when hmm. people love each other that much, be it your wife or your partner or your mum or your dad or whatever, I do believe when people talk to each other that much and love each other that much that they have a connection. I mm-hmm. absolutely believe that people do have some sort of, maybe a spiritual connection of some description. No, they definitely do because okay, I've experienced that, that it. Doesn't, like in, you know. That doesn't, still doesn't allow me to believe that when somebody dies that they'll come back in some sort of spirit form because if that was the case we'd have some sort of evidence of that and apart from anecdotal stories we mm. have no evidence of that. Well I've definitely seen I've seen their uh, you know what I mean I definitely have you know what I mean and, you know, and you'd be mm. always afraid to say it because yeah. you'd think people might think you're a bit crazy like, the problem you know what I mean but I, like I would have always seen it as such a privilege you know what I mean like I'd always see so you're saying this woman should see this as a privilege yeah definitely like I know 
I found it very hard to to let go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, particularly with Ray, you know, because we were we were together for eight years when we were twenty four when he was killed. I'm so, so sorry. I mean, that must have been heartbreaking for you. No, it it was, it was and, yeah. and I had yeah. such support, and, and I was always conscious that other people had lost him, but like we we never. Well, you it had your whole the, life together ahead yeah, of you. Yeah, we had planned our yeah. wedding. We had planned to get married and many kids we'd have. And the next oh. thing, at 24, and I, and I remember outside the funeral, a woman came up to me. And the, the streets, like Salt Hill, had closed and it was so respectful. And but and there was standing room only nearly outside the church. And But I remember this little woman coming up to me. I'd say she was 90 and she was tiny. And I, like, I was standing there when they were putting his coffin in. And she came up and she put her arms around me and she whispered in my ear. She said... Oh, thank God, loving you never lost him to another woman. And at the time, I remember being so shocked. Like, you know, I know what, I a, what an inappropriate it. thing to say. It. But, but I could yeah. feel that that was her pain. And I kind of went, I thought it was strange, but I, I never forgot what she said. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, well, um, well, well do, do me a favour, actually, because I'm running out of time. But stay there for a second, David, because Noreen, I've got 40 seconds, but I, and I'm sorry to squeeze you in at the end here, Noreen. But Noreen, you saw a ghost. Yeah, I oh. did, yeah, back in. It was the third of November night. And when you say a ghost, what sort of shape did um, this ghost take? I was take? in bed. I had been out with my, hus- I had my husband then. I was out with the pictures. We were only doing a line. Yeah. And um, yeah, came home. Went, and I turned around in the bed. And there was a little girl standing in my room. A little girl? Yeah, a little girl standing and, in my And do you room. know anything about the history of this little girl or who she is? Or? No, no, no. I mean, she was not looking at me. She was looking at the wall. She was about five years of age. Right. She had a little kind of like anorak, she had hair to her shoulders. And at the time, my sister was married with um, 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 a little girl around four or five. And I thought my sister had come home with the child, with her daughter, but it wasn't. And uh, I was just staring at her. And did you ever look into the history? <laughs> the history? Agree. Did you look into the history of your, of your home or who previously owned it? Or was no, there any... all I know is that, I mean, that night... I, I, I honestly, I couldn't breathe. I got such a fright. I, I, I could hardly breathe. However, I'd be out the door. After about, I don't know, maybe <laughs> a minute, two minutes, she just literally, she just mm. was like a fog, dispersing. That's I, how it went. I never and, used to understand, by the way, in all those horror movies years ago. I'm sorry to make light of it, but in those horror movies, when you'd always hear the voice going, get yeah, out, why people just didn't go. What it was like, <laughs> it was literally like a fog, just literally yeah. just melting. And then, yeah. I told my mother the next morning, and of course she gave out help to me. But I understand that was because she was going to be on her own in the household. I know, I can, <laughs> I can imagine. I, I don't, know, I, just, I don't know whether I could stay in a house like that. Listen, it's been lovely talking to you, Noreen. I'm sorry for out of time, Deirdre. Again, my condolences on, on losing your boyfriend. No, no. You're such a young age. But just, just say the the dead will never harm you. It's the living you have to watch out. Absolutely. So tell that woman to just to embrace it and, and not be worried about it. Yeah, most no. of them are in the government buildings at the moment, so it's them we need to be worried about. <laughs> Listen, Deirdre, thank you very much God indeed. Bless. All Bye right, thank you, Angeline. Keep safe, all right? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.